0: All right, so we continue with our voice notes, 0605842250, Uh, but in the same breath, I mean, we're talking about how busy Owartambo International uh, is going to be with its uh, players that are going overseas, but my goodness, there's a man who's just been tasked with the vital job of leading Ugandan cricket. Yeah, another one, leaving SA for a task outside of the borders of South Africa. And I'm sure he's expected to inject uh, fresh energy and also put together a couple of structures as well in place into the East African country's cricket structures. Uh, He replaces Kenya's uh, Stephen Tikola, who opted not to renew his contract earlier this year but it looks like travel restrictions due to COVID-19 pandemic of preventing uh, the South African cricket coach on starting his tenure as Uganda's head coach. He joins me on the line. Lawrence Matlan, good evening. Welcome to Maro Sports Worldwide.
1: Uh, good evening, Robin. Good evening to all your listeners. Uh,
0: when the news came through and I read the tweet and I literally just said it could not have gone to a better person. Um, your profile, your background, your achievements in the space of time that you've been given, your consistency But Lawrence can only mean that you deserve it. Newly appointed Uganda coach, congratulations on the job, firstly.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. I'm really excited and, uh, and looking forward to the new challenge.
0: What do you think lies ahead?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Uganda cricket are are in dreamland at the moment, um, and and they really want to qualify for one-day international status. Uh, you know, I've had a I had a long conversation with the captain Brian last week, and uh, the boys are working hard, and and they're really desperate to become an international senior international side, and that's that's where we're hoping we can get the team in the next three years.
0: So that is the ultimate dream and the goal. And and what made you sign up to this? Because, you know, at times, Lawrence, you would understand that it it takes something to trigger the interest um, for you to actually head off into an international flight, leave every home comfort that you have and take up an assignment like this.
1: Yeah, Rob, I think it was a two-pronged attack from my side. I think firstly from, you know, I've worked in cricket South African circles for over 20 years Uh, And I've always been interested in Africa. And why is there only one test-playing nation or two with Zimbabwe in Africa when we know we've got natural athletes? Uh, Mm. So I I, I tried to get away in 2010, but home comforts were just too comfortable. And uh, fortunately, this time around, I just thought, you know, it's a great opportunity to to go work with a country uh, everybody, I've, I've had chats to everybody, Steve and I are very good friends. We, we've had a lot of chats about how what he experienced. And um, the people of Uganda are very keen to to really promote the game of cricket and, and make it one of the top sports in the country.
0: I remember, and, and this is an interesting question maybe, that I'm I'm thinking of right now, there was a time and given the number of years, like you've just said now with over 20 years where you've been part of the cricket structures here in South Africa. And the fact that even at the under 19 level, um, earlier this year, correct me if I'm wrong, Lawrence, they they were asking you to reapply for your position. And I thought to myself, my goodness, this is an insult. Is it procedural? How did you feel about that at that stage?
1: No, I, I thought it was procedural. Um, and, you know, having spent six years at, at, at that level, uh, I can look at it with a lot of joy and pride. I think, you know, if you look at some of the youngsters that are coming through the system, um, I'm excited with where the future of South African cricket is. So I, I knew was procedural, and um, Uganda had spoken to me prior to the advertisement of the South African job. And uh, so when... When that opportunity arrived, uh, I took it, and, and that's part of the reason why I didn't reapply for for the post of under nineteen.
0: But do you believe though that you were always given a fair chance, um, opportunities locally? Um, do you think at times you would have been overlooked, even for the main job?
1: No, I, I think I got given great opportunities. You know, I'm blessed to to have been there. I think uh, again as a coach, it's it's at different levels. What are you looking to achieve? Um, at under-19, it is it is always going to be how do we make sure that the next generation of cricketers come through and come through on an equal footing and a good footing at that. You know, you only mm-hmm. have to look at at youngsters like Louis Didi, who went to Bangladesh in 2015, Andile Pesumbayo, Subananda Mukanya, Victor and these young men are, are standing up, standing their ground, and performing at international cricket, and that's what's exciting. Uh, that they got the opportunities and, and they're using it well.
0: Yeah. I mean, Lutu Sipamla is a, a great revelation. And, and just watching on that on under-19 World Cup in Bangladesh was something to marvel at, together yeah. with your Vian Molders who had broken in, exactly. uh, even at that time. So it was a great mix. And, I mean, credit to you, again, for being able to handle that level of talent.
1: Yeah. And one of the hardest things, Robert, you know, <laughs> you talk about that, you just brought back memories. Um, that team of 2016 has already had three pro tiers uh, mm. in Vitusopamla, Calvareni, Zian Milda, you know, and uh, a guy like Tony Pizzouzi, who kept on the side, he's been spoken about highly. Wondile Mokwetu was a youngster in that side. He won the junior player of the year last year or this year. So, mm. so it is exciting. And the fact that we came 11th, <laughs> you know, at the World Cup where the team that won the World Cup has had two protests. So again, it's it's understanding that for me, Under-19 is is a very developmental stage. And I remember speaking to a German Under-17 coach who said they'd never won an Under-17 title as Germany, but all their 21-year-olds have been to World Cup semifinals.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So what's it looking like, though? Because... As as much as we we love having you in the country, you've got a job to go and fulfill in Uganda, Lawrence. Um, What are the authorities saying? I know it's difficult. I mean, last night, after much haggling and up and down, um, a guy like Mwani Zungu eventually got a flight uh, from Cape Town, though, straight to to, to Paris. Um, What about you? I mean, what are they saying?
1: Yeah, from the South African side, we can leave the country. Uh, We're just waiting for Uganda to to allow flights in and uh, yeah we we working non-stop we're talking every day and uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks when the president makes his speech i know kenya opens on the 1st of august which is their neighbor and hopefully all neighbors follow suit and we, we can get cracking
0: but you you already you packed everything <laughs> focusing on the big trip and the big assignment
1: yeah, no, all packed. Uh, have had to do a lot of reading and a lot of research, uh, mm. but again, nothing beats experience of being there. You know, I think I can know as much as as I'd like to read about, but uh, I'm personally looking forward to to experiencing the culture of Kampala, to and and to sharing the space with the with the team. You know, part of my job, as always, well as you rightly said, is to create some structures, high performance mm. structures. So. The women's side, the the girls under 19 side, and and the boys under 19 side. So I'm looking forward to to really sitting down and and drawing up plans. Hopefully, in the next five years, we can see Uganda participate in all four World Cups. Sure,
0: there's a certain Sundowns goalkeeper that we can introduce you to him. He'll tell you all about (laughs) Uganda.
1: Yeah, I know. as Jeff will tell you, that is my team as well. So maybe that was part of the influence.
0: Ah, you see, we'll make it all happen so that by the time you get that side, you'll be sorted out. There's also a certain uh, journalist, um, you know, a lady that we're very close to here on the show, um, who could also assist. I think she was one of the first as well to break the news on an international yeah. platform. Um, and I, you know, I trust her with all my life in terms of uh, being able to handle such uh, situations. But let's quickly listen to a few voice notes before we hit the top of the hour. Uh, Lawrence, if you don't mind, uh, we've got a couple of voice notes.
2: Hey, good evening, Robert, and good evening to Mr. Lawrence Mahatlani. Many, many people have called the rain as the under-19 head coach a failure. Uh, considering that I think he went to three World Cups in 2016, 18 and 2020, especially it was a dismal outing uh, where South Africa played in, in their own shows. And unfortunately, they They had a very, very bad performance. I'm just going to make it quick. I've got two uh, quick questions for him. The first one, did he get any opportunity here in South Africa to coach, especially coach? And then two, um, What can you say about Vian Mulder? I wanted to ask him about Vian Mulder since he has coached him at under 19 level. Many, many people uh, saying that he is the future Jacques Callis of Vian Mulder. Is he a rising star of South African cricket, uh, Vian Mulder? Because many, many people have said, uh, have made comparison of him with uh, the great uh, Jacques Callis, to have another batting all-rounder coming up. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, uh, Robert It's Libra, here in East London. Thank you very much.
0: All right, Libra, thank you so much indeed. Lawrence Matlan is my guest tonight as we head to the top of the hour. Uh, Great news as well. As we say, we're celebrating all great South Africans who are going to be leaving our shores, going for massive assignments, and he's been given that task of going across to uh, handle uh, the cricket cranes for the next uh, three years. And Libra was asking, uh, maybe let's start off with the second one. It's a name that we mentioned in our conversation just now. uh, That's uh, Vian Mulder uh, saying, is he the real deal? Is is the future Jean Callis?
1: Yeah, Vian is a very special cricketer. Uh, unfortunately, this last year he's had a couple of injuries, but very, very special cricketer. He batted number three for us at under 19, and one of his best knocks I ever saw was, uh, was him making 90 not out in 40 degrees heat in Bangladesh with humidity at 98. And uh, I know when he made his debut, he, he got picked more as a bowler, And I think with time, again, I think he'll be a very special all-rounder who's going to bat and bowl in the top six for South Africa.
0: I think the first question is maybe similar. You might want to answer it. Um, Did you get any opportunity as well to coach here in South
1: Africa? Yeah. You know, Rob, I spent three years at the Lions as Dave Mm Nosworthy's assistant. Um, The only team I've never been as coaching members of staff of is, is the senior protest team. Uh, I coached, I was assistant coach against Sri Lanka for the SAA side. So, you know, I, I've had a good ride. I think my first assignment as head coach of SAA19 was in 2003 in India. And uh, what a team we had. Nabo Matoti was my assistant. Out of that team came guys like AB De Villiers, JP Dromenin, Fas Plessy, Aaron Pangiso, Uh, So, I've had those opportunities. I think I've always believed, as a coach, it's not about you. It's not about you making headlines. It's about the players. It's it's about growing those individuals. And, you know, at under-19 level, you sit there, and you might not get the rewards that day, but 10 years down the line, and you see these young men become all superstars, you could say, I played a very small part in their growth.
0: You're humble, as always, Lawrence. I know that. (laughs) But it's a mission where we couldn't avoid bringing it onto a national platform like this. And we just wanted to wish you everything of the best. Hopefully we chat to you when you get to the other side. It's a three-year contract. There's big, big plans. It's a team that's on the upward um, spirals as well. and, and, And I hope that you take them to those heights previously unknown and heights unmatched. And knowing your temperament, knowing the kind of human being that you are, I wish you the best, Baba. And stay strong. Congratulations. Know that South Africa is very, very proud of what has just happened as far as this appointment is concerned.
1: Thank you, Robert. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much, Lawrence. my clan, uh, joining us right here on mara Sports Worldwide. What a journey. What an appointment.